7.3%. The California sales tax stands at 8.25%. In Texas, the state sales tax rate is 6.25%. With both the highest personal income tax and the highest state sales tax in the nation, California also has the largest budget deficit of any state. Texas has economically outperformed California by any measure. Since 1998, economic growth in Texas has been nearly 20% higher than it is in California. Since the end of the tech boom, the rate of real economic growth in Texas has been 48.5% higher than in California. From 1998 to 2007, personal income in Texas grew 21% faster than in California. Since 2002, real personal income has grown 46% faster in Texas. From 2000 to 2007, California lost a net of 1.2 million residents. Texas, over the same period, gained more than half a million in interstate migration, the third highest in the country. Prior to 2003, Texas was losing doctors at an alarming rate due to predatory practices of trial lawyers who were driving up the cost of malpractice insurance. In 2003, the Texas legislature passed a measure to limit medical liability. In that same year, a state constitutional amendment was approved by voters to cap non-economic damages awarded by juries. These two provisions reversed the trend and improved care accessibility, and the overall economy by making Texas a more attractive place to live, work, and own a business. Malpractice claims dropped, and physician recruitment and retention went up. Doctors save more than $50 million on insurance premiums, and hospitals' insurance rates went down. People in Texas, like anyone living in any state, have a choice. They can vote with their feet. Many living in California simply became fed up with their state's high taxes and regulations. Many who moved out moved to Texas, where on average they are safer, freer, and more prosperous. Competition among the states is a powerful incentive for states to keep taxes and the cost of doing business low. And as this California versus Texas example shows, conservative economic policies work and socialist policies don't. Yet both the Obama administration and the Pelosi-Reed Congress continue to ignore success stories like Texas. They are going in the opposite direction, passing a massive government takeover of health care while planning similarly massive tax increases to pay for it and for the rest of their job-killing agenda. Now, it may not be surprising that a politician from Chicago would not naturally look to the Lone Star State for solutions. And you wouldn't expect a Texas governor to look in Illinois for answers, thankfully. And that is precisely the point of this book. States have been called laboratories in democracy precisely because every problem potentially has 50 different approaches to solving it. Some solutions work in some states and not in others. Some states prefer some solutions over others. Some solutions may work in every state, and some just don't work at all. But the best way to find the best solutions 
is to allow the states to discover what works best for them without the federal government interfering. In today's global economy, each state is competing not only with other states for businesses, workers, and investors, but also on a global level. The fact is, with the right principles and policies, you can make any place rich, as happened in Hong Kong. Unfortunately, the opposite applies as well. With the wrong principles and the wrong policies, you can make any place poor, as happened in Detroit. In 1950, 1.8 million people called Detroit home. It ranked first in median income of all major cities in America. But after Detroit's political leaders ignoring the principles of freedom and free markets, governed with runaway government spending and taxes, Detroit shrank by more.